Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. We're going to do a daily lesson. Um, it's been a hectic couple of weeks, really hectic. Um, things are just flying by, you know, um, and I could tell that the whole world is seeing what the Most High said, that he's going to make the day shorter for the saints. So we can all see that. There's a lot of things that the Most High said that we didn't really pay attention to until we experienced them. But that's not what we're here for. I'm just always in the spirit because everything has to do with the spirit. Everything in this world, because the Most High made the world, he's the father of spirits. So even though people say, oh, I believe in science, I don't believe in religion or whatever they say, making up that excuse, just know that the most highest manifestation is a science. That's number one. Number two, he is the father of spirits and he made everything that was made. That's two scriptures I just quoted. And number three, <clears throat> there's more than one um, definition of science and people will use this one definition to use for their own purposes when science has more than one definition. So yeah. Lastly, people say they don't believe in religion. They only believe in science. And I don't believe in religion either. And neither, neither did Yahusha. Yahusha didn't either. Because he said, your tradition and your religion is not going to get you in the pearly gates. Okay? That's a loose translation of the scripture. Okay? All right. Um, this lesson today, <clears throat> it might be long, but I'm hoping that it's not. It's called Sheep and Goats. Now, what I want everybody within the sound of my voice to know and to keep in the front, in the middle, and in the back of their mind is the devil fools the whole world. The devil fools the whole world. Now, every time I give a lesson, I'm going to say it and you're going to know because I need you to open your mind and understand that you live in, in the matrix. I need you to understand that, okay? The real matrix. Number one, the first person, uh, the first matrix that ever came out, and I'm hoping that everybody saw the matrix. So when I make a, um, a reference to the matrix, you'll know what I'm talking about. The matrix was made, the first one was made by a melanated woman who based it on the Bible, yes. She did. She'll even tell you herself. And what happened was she submitted that um, that um, that play, not a play, but you know, you write it up as a script. She submitted that script to some people, and they they sat on it. They didn't even answer her. They sat on it for years. And then they try to tweak it and try to put it out as they own. Uh huh. And if you don't believe what I say, look up the Matrix. Um, Matrix. Oh, I forgot the lady's name, but she sued them. She didn't even get half the money that the first Matrix made. That's why everybody likes the first Matrix and not the ones after that, because this lady based it on the Bible. Yep. And the rest of them is not like the first one because she didn't write the other ones. She only wrote this one. 
But anyway, I say the matrix because everybody is asleep. Even the most high said he closed your ears and he um, closed your eyes and he sent out a strong delusion for those who don't uh, believe. And for those who do believe, they are the saints because the most high is waking them up and the devil's not going to be able to fool them. Therefore, those people that's not going to be able to be fooled is going to ring the bell for those to wake up. So as a part of waking up, some people is teaching you lessons like me. Some people are telling you who you are, like a lot of people on um, different other platforms. Me, I'm, I'm telling you to wake up by giving you scenarios. I'm ministering to you. And I could also um, go just go straight in, just letting you know who you are. But I prefer to do it this way because there's a lot of people that's just going straight in, honey. And I respect that, but I feel like as the first set apart flock from Yahusha and the Most High, it's our duty to abide by the Lord's statutes, precepts, and commands. And a part of that is to be as humble as doves, but be smart as serpents, because the devil and his demons and his children are everywhere. And that's why I do what I do. Now, there's there's other people, like I said, I respect it. There's other people that's going to give it to you raw and people like that. But me, I prefer to minister to you in teachings to prove to you with the receipts that I come with who you are. Okay, so that's the announcement. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> Today is February 16, 2022, and this is a daily lesson, and it's about sheeps and goats. Now, if you hear small pauses, that's me drinking water, because it's hot in here with all these lights, okay? Or if you hear stuff in the background, I have um, a staff of one or two every once in a while that's typing and writing up notes and stuff like that, okay? Even though I'm navigating and doing all this stuff, this one woman, I do have um, another person who supports me and loves me. Give him a shout out. Shout out. Hey. <laughs> okay, so. Excuse me, water break. On with the lesson. Now, like I said, I wanted to do a study on the sheep versus the goat simply because I've been watching the news like everybody else lately. It's a whole bunch of stuff going on. You already know we're in times of uh, turmoil and uncertainty and people just going back crap crazy. You already know that. So I've been watching um, TV every once in a while because sometimes it gets overwhelming <clears throat> and I can't be in the spirit if I'm listening to the world. So, you know, every once in a while, I'll figure out, you know, look around to see what's happening because, you know, you have to be in the know. But, um, you know, like I've been seeing in the news lately and there's a lot of um, derogatory um, news shows and even shows where people are interviewing other people, you know, all that stuff that happened last year in January, you know, it's still going on and, you know, they trying to prosecute people and do all kinds of stuff. And they, you know, there's two laws, one for one set of part people and, and other laws for everybody else. So in regards to the news, I hear a lot of people, um, are referred to as sheep, quote unquote which is derogatory. I mean, they say it in a derogatory way. And 
to me, I'm saying, wow, they, you know, like um, in regards to this pandemic and how you're supposed to combat it and what you're supposed to do to get it, you know, whether it be jabs or not or whatever it is. And, you know, all the controversy with that, you hear people say, yeah, because I'm not a sheep. I'm not running behind everybody. I'm not complying. I need my liberty and la, 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 la. I think to myself when I hear that, so they saying sheep as sheep are dumb, like sheep just do things mindlessly. And that is not congruent with the scriptures. So I said to myself, let me do a real lesson so that people could stay educated in regards to what the most high and Yahusha says about sheep, okay? Because we already know that the devil fools the whole world. That's number one. And Isaiah 5 and 20 says, woe to them who call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. What does that mean? It means the whole world, the world, I'm not talking about the set apart people in the world in the second flock. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all the heathens and everybody else saying that this is all good. All the stuff is happening is good. Well, we know morally it's wrong, okay? And they calling the sheep bad when the sheep are not bad. So woe to them who call good evil, okay? And you already know that the whole world is two left feet wrong because that's what the most high said. They wrong. And if you're a friend of the world, you're not a friend of his. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the sheep and we're going to talk about the goats. Remember, don't be a friend to the world. Okay. James 1 4 says, Ye adulterers, um, ye know that the friendship with the world is enmity with the most high. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of the most high. Okay. You already know that um, the devil is the prince of this air. Okay. So this is his world. He's the prince of this air. And he roams around seeking who he may devour like a lion. Now, notice it doesn't say who he can devour. Now, the most high is the father's spirits and he lets whatever happen, happen. You know, the devil can't do nothing without the most high allowing him to. Remember, the, the most high is the father of spirits. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to define sheeps and I'm going to define goats. This is sheeps versus goats. I'm going to define it. And then I'm going to tell you the attributes of each animal. And then I'm going to quote some scriptures, what the scriptures say about sheep and what the scriptures say about goats and the fact that the most high is on top of everything. So that's what this lesson is about. So, all right. Now, um, what I'm gonna say is I'm gonna start with the goats. Okay, there's some things that you should know about the sheep and goats. Sometimes they look alike and this can be confusing, but I'm gonna clarify um, between the two. 
Um, and how many times, well, I'm not going to count how many times that the Most High said he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. Yahushua says it too. But just know that he says that he's going to separate the sheep from the goats. And he's going to keep the sheep and get rid of the goats. A lot of times when there were sacrifices, the goat was the sacrifice for sin. Okay? It was the sacrifice for sin, the goat. Okay? Um, and I'm also going to talk about who the sheep are and what they're supposed to be um, doing on earth. But let me just start with it. Okay. Now, the question is, are sheep and goats the same species? And the answer is no. Okay. Despite what people think, sheep and goats are not the same species. Goats and sheep do not belong to the same species. However, they are closely re related. Okay. And both of them, and this is, I'm getting this from the, um, the Oxford, Oxford Dictionary. Um, it's a little blurb about the explanation of the relation to the goats, and then I'm going to define it, and then I'm going to uh, do a bunch of stuff. Just give me a minute. So they're closely related, but they, be, uh, they belong to the quote-unquote cattle family, even though, you know, that's loosely translated. Um, it's a day and the goat antelope subfamily, a caprinae. So there's two different types of species that are related, but not the same. Kind of like the people on earth. They kind of related, but they're not the same. And that's the truth. So these metaphors that the most high and Yahusha uses are actually people. They're talking about, they're referring to people, okay? These metaphors are referring to people. I also have to do um, a lesson um, in regards to beast, animals, and humans, because that's, that's spiritual. I'll do a lesson one day about that, because um, beasts, animals, and humans are in a lot of um, prophecies. And a lot of people, you know, especially in Revelation, when they say, oh, the beast is going to come with the devil and the false prophet. Everybody thinks that the beast is an animal, but it's really a human being. And I might as well just give you a little piece of it. The Most High says, if we, I'll say this, if we're supposed to be made in the Most High's image, the Most High is perfect, right? We're supposed to be perfect. We're supposed to abide by the lowest statutes, precepts, and commands of the Most High. That's our job. But if we deviate from that job, then we're not made in his image. Being in somebody's image is the same likeness. It's the likeness of the person. It's kind of like making a bust of somebody or a statue. It's made in that person's image. So it looks just like that person. It's supposed to be just like that person. So if the Most High is saying, you made in my image, then we're supposed to be like him. But if we're not like him, then we're beasts. So a lot of times when the metaphors come across and they always talk about animals, that's what they're talking about, human, humans. They are referring humans to be animals simply because they're not acting like the most high. So like I said, I'm going to do a, um, a lesson slash message on that. And it's really important to, um, to hear because there are so many different books that say it. And a lot of people get confused because they're literal. They believe, and you already know what happened to these, um, these seafers. These seafers 
were stolen from the children of Israel and the heathens had them and put the books together. So if you never saw the Most High's um, blessings, if you never saw his manifestations, if you never saw any of that, how are you doing all of this? A lot of times it's going to be wrong. So that's why in the book Enoch, it says when the children finally get the true books and the devil stops lying in his children, then the children of the Most High are going to rejoice because they're going to understand what the books mean. They're going to understand. I don't care if they never read the books. If the Most High touches you with that Ruach, you're going to know what it says, because um, the scriptures say that the most high is going to take something stupid or someone stupid to confound the wise. Okay, that means it's going to make the quote unquote quote human wise people real dumb because they ain't going to know nothing when it comes down to them scriptures. Trust me when I tell you. But anyway, getting back to the sheep and the goats. Okay, so we already know right now that the goats and the sheeps are not the same. Okay, there I'm not going to say. Um, they're closer, closely related, but they're not the same at all. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Um, I'm going to read the definition of sheep and its attributes. So um, it says a quadrupedal ruminant mammal typically kept as livestock. This is a sheep from Wikipedia. Contrary to pop, pop, excuse me, contrary to popular misconceptions, sheep are extremely intelligent animals capable of problem solving. Okay, um, the bleats of their individual sheep are distinctive, enabling the hue and her lambs to recognize each other's vocalizations. Now they call it bleats, but this is when they go bad when they make that noise their distinctive sounds so that the mother that's called a hue, E-U-E, and her babies, they know the family, okay? This is how smart they are. Sheep can recognize individual human and ovine faces and remember them for years. What dumb animal does that, okay? And uh, sheep are among the most um, intelligent animals, okay? Sheep have a field of vision around 300 degrees, allowing them to see behind themselves without having to turn their head. <laughs> I gotta laugh <laughs> because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking about this cartoon <laughs> when some kids were stealing and the man was like, I got eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> but anyway, my little personal joke. Sheep are known to self-medicate when they have some illnesses. So they will self-medicate. What animal that's dumb knows how to do that? All intelligent animals do that. Cats do that. Okay? So that's a little bit of the attribute. I'll even add something. If, as you know, sheep have wool. And their wool, they can actually shed the wool themselves. But what happens is when they became domesticated, because there's several species, when they became domesticated, the, uh, the people who were raising them actually continue to allow the wool's um, woolly hair to grow very densely until a certain amount of time. And then they would shear the sheep. But actually, sheep can actually um, shed their own uh, wool. 
they could shut it. But because of all of this conditioning from certain types of sheep, mostly domestic, uh, domesticated sheep, um, they don't shut them. Yeah. Okay. That's something. Remember, I want you to remember that sheep have woolly, woolly hair. Wooly, wooly, wooly. So that when I get into these lessons, even later on lessons, you know who the sheep are from the goats. Okay. Now I'm going to read a definition from the Oxford Dictionary. And it says, sheep, a domesticated ruminant animal with a thick, fully coat, typically only in the male, curving horns. That's the males that have the curving horns. It is kept in flocks, forest, wool, and meat. And it's proverbial for its tendency to follow others in the flock. Okay. Now, sheep prefer to be with other sheep. They prefer it. Okay. It's not like, oh, we don't know no better. Let's just stick together. They like being with their family. Okay. They prefer to be with their family. Okay, and the synonyms for sheep is mutton. A lot of times when people cook it and eat it, they'll say it's mutton. They also say that for goats, but more for sheep than, um, than um, goats. Okay, um, the second definition is a wild mammal related to this, such as a, uh, and they give three different types of sheep. And I'm not going to go into that. A person who is easily influenced or led. And that's probably what people have been saying on the news. But remember, people make these things up and they're social constructs. Okay. Um, we already discussed. We already discussed what a social construct is. And I'll just give you a little bit of a de definition. That's mean, that means when the society makes up words. Now, what makes up a society? A bunch of people, right? The, ma um, the, um, um, the major society, excuse me, the major society gets together and they, makes, they make up these words. So the major society, not the... Um, not the minor society, not the um, smallest groups that don't matter, okay? So you already know the major social society makes these things up and they're mostly the world, okay? They're the majority, okay? <clears throat> Okay, now, um, again, these are all definitions that I'm saying from the Oxford. Um, the, uh, the third one, I already read two, the third one says, a person regarded as a protected follower of the Most High or a minister, or a minister excuse me, a member of the minister's congregation. Notice that they talk about the Most High, but it's the third definition. <laughs> Both, um, right under the, um, the person who's easily influenced. So you already see that the world is putting their definition first before the most high. See how the world is? How does the devil fool the world? He throws his little stuff in there. That's another tool of the devil, okay? It should have been that part, a person regarded as a protective follower should have been number two and not number three. Okay, so now I'm on the Webster's Dictionary. 
And it says sheep as, hold on. Any of the various um, hollow horn, gregarious ruminant mammals related to, it's the oldest, related to the goat, but not stockier and lake, uh, excuse me, lacking in beard in the males, long domesticated, especially for his flesh and wool, a timid and defenseless creature, not always true, which is another social construct. Okay, uh, B, which is number two, B, a timid, docile person, one easily influenced or led, again, social construct from the devil, slash the world. And then they talk about leather of the skin of the sheep, like sheepskin. Okay, the synonyms of uh, sheep is angel, dove, innocent, lamb. The antonym is wolf and related um, synonyms are babe, cult, newbie, um, tenderfoot, virgin, cherub, saint, softy, etc. The antonyms for that is bully, roughneck, rowdy, tough, beast, boa, creep, credent, heel, jerk. So notice that the definition of, sh uh, of sheep, notice that definition and the antonym for sheep, which is the um, opposite is somebody being a bully or a roughneck or rowdy or a beast or a creep or a creedent or a jerk, etc. Even has snake and devil in here against the sheep. I want y'all to know that. Okay. So that's the sheep. Okay. So what do we know about sheep? I just told you the world has their own definition of sheep and it's not good. Okay. And that's a social construct. The world makes social constructs, constructs, know that, okay? Major society is the world and it makes social constructs a lot of time wrong and evil. A lot of times, I already told you what the most High said, that if you are a friend of this world, you're not a friend of his and woe to those that call evil good and good evil. Know that and understand that. Water break. Now, we're gonna talk about the goats. We're gonna talk about the definition. We're gonna talk about the attributes. This is according to Wikipedia. A member of a mammal family, and it's a bone bae, bone, bovide. Excuse my uh, trying to sound out these crazy old words. Bovide, I believe. Okay, it's a cloven hoof vertebrate. And the subfamily of a cap renee, meaning it is closely related to the sheep, period. Um, they are herds of animals and they are herd animals, excuse me, and will be um, depressed if left without any goat companions. So they get depressed too. Now, it doesn't say that um, sheep get depressed. It just says that they prefer to be in families and groups. But it says here that goats get depressed. Now, remember what I said about the most high. The most high talks about sheep and goats. He's talking about two different types of people. The most high made everything that was made 
okay? Everything that was made, the most high made directly and indirectly. Understand that. So we are talking about attributes of animals, but the most high, when he makes that metaphor, him and Yahushua HaMashiach makes the metaphor, they're talking about people. So when I'm making these, um, when I'm saying these definitions, think about the attributes of the animals in terms of people, okay? You already heard the sheep. Now I'm talking about the goats. Okay, they have accents. Now we're still on the goat. They have accents. A particular goat's bleat will sound different from that of the goat in a different country. Now, their sound, which is pretty close to the sheep, is called a bleat. Again, and they are herd animals that will become depressed if left without any goat companions. Okay, hold that one. Next, their pupils are rectangular, which gives them a 320 to 340 degree vision compared to animal, excuse me, compared to humans at 160 to 210 degrees without needing to move their heads. Now, I already told you that sheep have around 300 degrees without moving their heads. And goats have between 320 and 340. Now the difference between a goat's eyes and a sheep's eyes is sheep have eyes like ours, like a human beings. They have that little, um, that little round part, okay? And then they have another little part inside. They have those two little parts inside, like with the retina and all of that other stuff. Say, so I'm not an eye doctor. I'm not going to go into that. But just notice that's what sheep have. However, goats have weird looking eyes. Their eyes are weird. And I can't even describe their eyes. It's just a, it doesn't look like human eyes. They kind of look creepy personally. They look creepy but they have those eyes for a special reason. But notice they don't look like sheep eyes at all because sheep eyes is just like ours. Goat's eyes are totally different. I don't think any other animal has an eye like them. Okay, now I'm going to the Oxford Dictionary and I'm going to define goat. Oh, I also want to say that goats have straight hair Goats have straight hair. It's not woolly and thick. Like the sheep, it's straight. Now I'm going to go to the Oxford and I'm going to talk about the the goat being a noun. A hardy, domesticated, remnant animal that has backward curving horns. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's the male and a beard. <laughs> it is kept for its milk and meat and is noted for its lively and frisky behavior. Okay, that's the first um, definition. And then it says a lecherous man. I don't know what that means. Um, and then the synonyms of a goat is a lecture or a lecherous man, lascivious. I know what lasc lascivious means. Um, that's evil. 
okay? And a womanizer. That's the synonyms of a goat, okay? And you, you know, they either say scapegoat or you old goat. <laughs> That's an insult. Um, another um, definition is um, any various hollow horn, remnant animals um, related to the sheep, but lighter in build and with backwardly arching horns, a short tail, and usually straight hair, okay? And it's domesticated for his milk and flesh. Uh, like I said, the synonyms are scapegoat, um, fall guy, and whipping boy. Now, I don't know why that is, but it doesn't sound um, positive at all. So right now we understand that goats and sheep are different. The, um, the attributes of goats and sheep are different. The hair, the eyes, they're different, okay? We, we understand that sheep don't get depressed. They prefer to be any, uh, with their uh, group of um, like wise animal or like-minded or like um, the animals that look like them, period. Um, goats get depressed, goats, uh, it also says that goats eat anything. Even though they're supposed to eat grass, they predominantly, they will eat anything. And they often go off by themselves to explore. Yep. Sheep do not do that. Sheep eat strictly grass. And a lot of times they don't even eat bushes. They're very particular. So these are the attributes of both species of animal. So we know that they're not the same at all. Okay, remember what the Most High said in regards to separating sheep and goats. I want you to keep that in the forefront of your mind while I continue to talk. Now, there are many metaphors. There are many, let me, <clears throat> there are many metaphors that state that sheep are weak and gullible, while goats are more uh, than one to blame. However, the devil doesn't tell you that he's a goat. He's a goat, okay? And so are his children. Um, as a matter of fact, when you see the signs and symbols of the devil, he has a pentagram and he has a goat's head in a human's body, okay? He has a goat or a... Um, yeah, a, a goat's head and a, with a little... Um, beard and a um, human man's body. This is what devil worshipers and those who um, make um, these books of the devil and all of that, that's what they um, put on the book or inside the book, the goat's head and the human body with some symbols that the goat is doing with his hands in the back where the pentagram is and some other symbols and all of that. That's what they do. This is in movies. This is in um, books. It's in all kinds of stuff, okay? Who's doing this, okay? All right, so the Most High in Yahushua has made many references within the scriptures in the Bible and outside of the Bible of sheep and goats, which um, some of these books are, but not limited to, the Shepherd of Hormas, the books of 
mysteries, the Bible, the Nag Hammadi, the Apocrypha, the Pseudepigrapha, the Book of Ezra, the Book of Enoch, all the books of the prophets make references, et cetera, et cetera. Josephus and everybody, okay? Et cetera, et cetera. So when the Most High in Yahushua makes these references to sheep and goats, you automatically know there are two types of nations. A set-apart nation, that are the sheep, and everybody else is a goat. Now, remember, Yahushua said that he does have two flocks. He has a separate flock, but it's not like the first flock. I already told you, the Most High said that he's weeding out the rebels and it's only going to be a remnant of Israel. Okay, not only is it going to be a remnant of Israel, it's only going to be a remnant of the rest of the world, too, because the second flock are the Gentiles, and that's only going to be a remnant of them. Now, I'm going to give you a little piece of something first. There's a book that um, the Most High is speaking, and he's saying that he's only going to take a remnant. Now, they ask him how um, the uh, the prophet asked the uh, Most High's representative, how many people was there on, on earth at all times since the beginning of the earth to um, the end? And there was multitudes. So imagine multitudes of people in the beginning and only a remnant of those multitudes going. Now, we're not even talking about um, the, the Most High set apart people, um, uh, Israel. We're not talking about them. We talk about everybody else. That's why I did a lesson called Gentiles, Heathens, and Israel. Listen to that. Um, I might have to upload, re-upload it, but I believe that it's still up there because I'm, I'm doing some um, moving around of the first um, season just to clarify um, things so that you'll be in a no. But um, I believe I still have it up. But you really need to listen to that on a platform library because that gives you clarification of the three types of um, categories of people, okay? So, all right. Now, now that we understand that sheeps and goats are totally different, okay? Um, they are loosely within the same family, but they are not the same at all, okay? Two different species. Now, I'm going to talk about um, the most high, what he said in regards to shepherd separating the sheep from the goats. Okay, this is what he says. I think I'm going to, I have so many scriptures and I don't want this lesson to be extra, extra long. I think I highlighted the ones that I really want to talk about because there's three categories that I want to discuss. But um, I'm gonna play it by ear because I did do the I did do the highlights, but there might be something else that I want to do. I'm, you know, I'll try to narrow it down to about seven or eight that I'll do. Okay. So first off, I want to I want you to know, like I said, remember when I'm getting ready to read these scriptures that there's the sheep and the goats that the Most High and Yahushua is referring to are two different nations. Did you hear what I said? 
all of the attributes that I described to you in regards to the sheep and all the attributes that I described to you in regard to the goat, as well as the synonyms indicate two different types of nations. Now, use your discernment to understand which nations the Most High and Yahusha in the scriptures are referring to, okay? Now I'm coming with receipts, scriptural receipts. This ain't coming from me. I uh, defined two, um, two um, dictionaries. I made um, the definitions from two dictionaries. I did not write any of these dictionaries. I did not write Wikipedia. I did not write the, uh, the book of the Bible. These, uh, the ciphers that were put together in the Bible. I did not write any of them, but I am going to explain to you what the Most High said, okay? This is not coming from me. This is coming from the people who wrote these, um, these books. Okay, now I'm talking about in regards to separating the sheep from the goats. And I'm gonna tell you this too. The Most High said, and you'll probably hear me read it. The Most High said that he's going to, and Yahusha, because Yahusha is the one who's going to um, judge the world because he was chosen before the foundation of the world. That's number one. The Most High said, you're going to be the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. And you're going to be judging them. So if we came from Yahusha, and remember, sheep and goats is loosely related. Okay, keep that in the forefront of your mind while I read these. I just want you to know I'm setting the stage. Okay, Revelation 3, 13 and 8. Now, remember, Revelation was written by Yachanan, who they called John. I already told you these names was changed by the goats. The names was changed for their own purposes. Who knows? Yachanan is Yahushua's brother that they called John. And this is his, um, this was the revelation that um, Yahushua HaMashiach gave to him from the Most High. And it says, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Now, from reading that passage, who was made in Yah's image? If Yahusha's the lamb and Yahusha is the one and only begotten son of the most high, who's made in Yah's image? Is it the ghost or is it the sheep? Keep that in the forefront of your mind. Matthew 25. 31 through 34, and you already know Matthew was one of the, um, and his name was changed to, changed to, remember, all of the, um, all of the apostles, and I'm going to do a lesson on that, because I'm going to do it soon, all of the apostles was children of Israel, what did I say, all of the apostles was children of Israel, those people that came after them was proselytes, what is a proselyte? That's somebody who converted into um, the Mashiach. Today, they call them Jews. 
they was never called Jews, never, ever called Jews. Who makes the social constructs? The majority of society. What's the majority of society? Goats. Who's the goat? The main goat, the devil. Who's the devil? The prince of this air. Who's the prince of the air? The world. What does the Most High say about the world? Don't be the front, front of the world because if you a friend and you influence of the world, you under the influence of the world, excuse me, then you're not a friend of his. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I hope you do. Let's move on. Matthew 23, 31 through 34. When the son of man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from his goats. And he shall set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on the right hand, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom, prepare for you from the foundation of the world. What did the scriptures just say to you and me? I'm going to say it again. The most high said that Yahusha is going to judge the masses. He is going to put the sheep on his right side and his left side is the goats. Who is Yahshua? The one and only son of the most high. Who else is Yahshua? The lamb slain before the foundation of the world. And what is he going to do? What was his plan to come down here to do? Get his sheep. He didn't say he was getting his goats. Who is the goat? The devil. Who is the goat's children? The, the goats. Who is the devil? The prince of this air. What does he rule? The world. The Most High said, if you are a friend of the world, you're not a friend of his. Connect the dots, people. Connect the dots. Moving on. Yachanan 10 and 27, which is John 10 and 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. What did Yahushua say? His sheep know his voice and they ain't gonna follow nobody else. And when they hear him, I already told you what sheep do. They got that special hearing. They know who's in their family. They ain't gonna listen to nobody else. Now tell me that's dumb. There's nothing stupid about a sheep, nothing, okay? All right, John 10 and 14, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. That means he knows his sheep and the sheep know him, okay? Ezekiel 34 and 17, and as for you, Oh, my flock, thus saith the most high Yah, behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, 
between the rams and the he goats. What did the most I say? He is separating people. That's what he said. And he will be taking his sheep and leaving the goats and the rest of the cattle. That's what he said. The most high is not joking. He's not joking. Okay. All right. Um, let me go. Okay. Um, Hebrews. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about Ezekiel. Let me talk about Ezekiel first. We did talk um, in previous lessons in regards to the prophets. I did have a lesson in regards to the prophets, but I did not go into detail because talking about the prophets themselves is a really long, long lesson within itself. Excuse me. Old Testament, New Testament is broken down, but it shouldn't have been that way. You already know the heathens put the books together. The prophets should have had their own line because there's a lot of prophets, their prophecy have not come true yet. A lot of them did, but it's a lot of prophets. A lot of the prophecies did not come true and they need to be discussed. The Most High says things and it's a law, precept, statute, command, and a prophecy. That's what you need to understand too. Even the, um, even the apostles were prophets because their books, they don't have all the books in these, in these scriptures, what they call the Bible. There's only 66 books in the Bible. In the um, 1611 Bible that was written by, well, it wasn't written by um, King James. <laughs> King James hired Hebrews to, to write that book. Okay, to put everything together, not write the book, but put all the cephers together. That's what he did. And there was more than 66 books. As time goes on and every heathen hand that touches it, it gets ma manipulated. So you have to ask yourself, are the scriptures um, tampered with? Yes, yes. The New Testament way more than the old. Now, a lot of times what they would do was burn um, the, the uh, text with the um, their letters, with the Hebrew letters, and that's how nobody could touch it. However, when it was transcribed and the heathens have it, it was changed into another language altogether. They call it Paleo-Hebrew now, but the language was changed and mixed with another language and now it's called Yiddish. So I need you to understand that the people who's talking about Yah directly are the, the um, prophets. Now, what did the prophets do? What was the prophet's job? To hear directly from the Most High. Remember, I'm teaching these, um, I'm in um, Exodus right now. The children of the Most High did not want to hear him. So what he said was, I'm going to send a prophet. I'm going to talk directly to the prophet. This is after Moses died. I'm going to talk directly to the prophet and the prophet is going to advise you. There was never a war. There was never a nothing without consulting with the prophet. And what they used to call them before they was prophets was seers. So that's how important a prophet was. I just read to you what the prophet said. And the prophet said, and that's for you, oh my flock, thus saith the most high Yah. Behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between rams and the goats. And the ram is a male sheep. The Most High said this to the prophet Ezekiel. So what is he saying? He's separating and taking 
was his and the rest is being thrown out. Now I'm on Hebrews, which was written by Paul, Shaul. And it says, they were stoned. They were, and he's referring to the prophets. They were stoned. They were sawed under, sawed asunder, which is sawed in half. They were tempted. They were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, and tormented. These are the sheep of the Most High, the prophets of the Most High. If you notice, within the scriptures, the prophets' names were never changed. There's also two curses in the Bible, too, uh -huh, that people ain't listening to, and the Most High is going to get them for changing the words. But the prophets, if you notice, the prophets' names never change. And they got ah or yah in it, or L. They either got L or yah in it. However, in the New Testament, everything was changed. Everybody's names was changed, even Yahushua's. And he's the one and only set apart uh, child of the Most High. How, how, how? How can he say he has the Most High's name and his name be Jesus? Where's the Most High's name in that? Anyway, moving on. Matthew 25 and 33 says, and he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats is on his left. We got to understand how important right and left means. And I could just do a lesson on that. There's many scriptures, especially in the prophets that talk about right and left. And I'll just, I'll just quote one. Never know, never let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. The most high leans on his right hand. That's the favorite hand. That's the favored hand. Left hand, all right. But if he got to do stuff and get rid of you, he getting rid of you on the left hand. Okay. The left hand is going to do what it needs to do. But the right hand is favored. Know that. So we already know through Matthew that the Most High is going to separate his sheep from the goats and put the goats on the left and the sheep on the right. Matthew 3 and 12 says, with the winnowing fork in his hand, he will clear the threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff, he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now, let me, let me stop that. Now, in regards to the sheep and the goats, there's another metaphor about chaff and wheat. He's still referring to the sheep and the goats, but the chaff are the goats and the wheat are the sheep. Because he said he's going to gather all the wheat, which is the sheep, and he's going to put them in his barn for safekeeping. And all the goats, which is the chaff, is going to be burned in hellfire. There's some more metaphor in regards to chaff and wheat <clears throat> in regards to the Most High saying a parable, which is a short vignette, which is a story that he's telling his um, apostles. And he said it, and I already told you, everything works in a circle. He said it in a metaphor and simile. What do the sheep speak in to this day? The sheep speak metaphors and similes. They do with the Most High um, said except they don't listen to them their attributes is just like the most high 
Let us make men in our image. So they speak in metaphors and similes, just like Yahushua did. And he specifically did it so nobody understand what he said. Why do you think the, uh, the sheep nowadays speak in metaphors and similes? Only another sheep understand the metaphors and the similes that a, a sheep would say. All the rest of the goats and, and, and cattle don't know. That's why they don't want the sheep congregating. Or the police will be called and they will be going off the jail. So like I said, the most, um, Yahushua said that he going to be separating the wheat, his wheat, which is the sheep, from the chaff, the goats, because the devil, the enemy, planted chaff in there with the wheat. I already um, discussed this metaphor in previous lessons. If you want to hear it, please go to the platform library, pick it, please. Okay. Now, Psalms 23 which was wrote, written by David, Dawid, that's his real name. And he says this poem to the Most High because he's always, he used to always serenade the Most High, him and Solomon. They wrote some beautiful books. But this is what David says to the Most High. The Most High is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, though. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. I'm going to tell you what that means in a minute. Surely your goodness and your mercy will follow me all of the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the most high forever. Now, what does my cup run over mean? The most high, um, I keep saying the most high, but the most high is Yahushua in the flesh. But Yahushua in the flesh always says, stay full and don't be drunk. If you stay full with his word, then the enemy can't get to you. The enemy gets to you by thoughts. Okay, the battlefield is your mind. The minute your thoughts are empty, the minute your thoughts are going somewhere else, the minute you are um, in delusion or paying attention to this world, that's how the devil can get to you. So he says, stay full with my word. A lot of times we walk around and everything we deal with is full of negativity. From the time you get up in the morning, brush, uh, take a shower, brush your teeth, do whatever you need to do, get up and go to work. You have been bombarded with negative stimuli. Okay. How are you being fed? You have to combat that negativity with positivity, with the most high's word. In the beginning was the word and the word was the most high, okay? And I, I, I botched that out, but you know what I mean. In the beginning was the word and the word was with the most high and the word was most high, okay? That's what it is. 
You must have the most highest word in you all the time to combat all the negativity of this earth because I already told you the earth is not your friend. Who occupies the earth? Who makes the rules on the earth? Didn't I tell you about social constructs? Who makes the social constructs? The goats. Who's the leader of the goat? I didn't already said this. We're not going to keep going through this. Know what I said. Okay. All right. Psalms 78 and 52. The psalmist says, and he led out his people like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. Who did that? We already on Exodus. Moses did it. Moses led the people out with whose help? The most high. So who's the sheep? The children of Israel are the sheep. I'm not going to say that again because you already know who the sheep are. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm not going to say that right now, but you know who the sheep are. Okay? Psalm 79 and 13. But we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will give thanks to you forever. From generation to generation, we will recount your praise. What are they doing? They know they're the sheep. They know um, the person who's coming is going to be the sheep. They know they in the likeness of the, the top sheep. They know this. Okay? All right. Psalms 95 and 7. For he is our most high, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you hear his voice, Glorify your most high. Glorify him. Okay. All right. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what else too. When the most high said that he's gonna um, he said that he's gonna weed out the rebels. This is what he said about that. Therefore, says the most high Yah to them, behold, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. He getting after them too. Oh, he is getting after them sheep, honey. The sheep is getting it first because they his. Water break. Then he gonna get to all the rest of the cattle. Yeah, the sheep is his. So the sheep is gonna get it. And as a matter of fact, they're getting it now until the, the consummation of time. And then it's gonna flip. It says that. If you don't believe that, you better go to Matthew 24 and Luke 21. And read that. One day we're going to do a lesson just on those two. And I'm going to throw revelation, a little bit of revelation in there, just to give you a little piece of what's going to happen. <laughs> okay. Now, Jeremiah 55 and 10 says, They shall ask the way to Zion with their faces, with a drawn saying, Come and let us join ourselves to the Most High in a perpetual covenant that shall not be forgotten. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from the mountain to hill. They have forgotten their resting place. All that found them have devoured them. And their adversary said, we offend not because they have sinned against the most high, the inhabitation of justice even the most high, the hope of their fathers. 
Remove out of the midst of Babylon and go forth out of the land of the Chaldeans. And he, excuse me, and be as he goats before the flocks. Uh-huh, Chaldeans. For lo, I will raise and cause to come up against Babylon an assembly of great nations from the north country, and they shall set themselves in array against her from thence she shall be taken. Their arrows shall be as a mighty expert man. None shall return in vain, and Chaldea shall be a spoil. All that spoil her shall be sanctified, save the most high. Now, let me say something about the, uh, I already told you about the, um, the prophets. Most of the prophets was in the New Testament, excuse me, Old Testament. What is the whole Old Testament for? Israel. The whole Old Testament is the history of Israel. Who are she? Israel. Where are the children of Israel? They scattered everywhere, especially Judah. Uh-huh, they're all over. The Most High said he's covering them and hiding them. Who are the children of um, the Most High? They're hidden. They know who they are. Are they waking up to know who they are? They know. And a lot of goats and other cattle know too, but they don't care. But the Most High is going to be opening, um, opening up the eyes and the ears of his sheep. And that's why he selected his saints to ring the bell. Ding, ding. Leviticus 4 and 23 says, or the sin which he has committed is made known to him. He shall bring as his offering a goat, a man without blemish. Now, what did he do? He brought a goat. The goat is supposed to be a sin sacrifice. It's nothing good. It's the sin sacrifice. Okay. You just heard that in Leviticus and that's the priest. You just heard that in Leviticus. So the goats are sin sacrifices. Okay, the most high's favor is with the sheep. They with the sheep. Okay. All right. John 10 and 11 says, Yachanan 10 and 11 says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Did he say he was laying down his life for the goats? No. Their father's still roaming around like a lion, seeing who he made devour. Now, we didn't already told you. I didn't already said this two times, and I ain't going to say it again. Goats beget goats. Sheep beget sheep. Who was the sheep that was um, uh, slain before the foundation of the world? Yahshua. Who is Yahshua? The one and only child of the Most High. When the Most High made man, who did he make in his image? The sheep. He did not make the goats in his image. Know that. Now we're going to move on. You already know. God had already talked about the, uh, the separation, separation of sheep and goats. Mm-hmm. Now... We are going to talk about 
I have so much information, but I don't want this to be hours long. So now we're just going to talk about sheep. Now, I already talked about separating the sheep from the goats. Separation of the sheep from the goats. I already said that. This is what um, the most highs. This is the last one of separating the sheep from the goats, and then I'm gonna move on. This is what the most high is uh, communicating. He said to the uh, apostles, having hope in the most high, which these men themselves accept, that there will be a resurrection of both the just and the unjust. Now, why is there gonna be a resurrection? of everybody because that's when the selection of the remnant is going to be chosen okay that's when the remnant of the selection is going to be chosen not only is going to be chosen he's the most i said that he's going to put his sheep on his right and he's going to be put his goats on his left which is also aka the wheat and the chaff, okay? All right. Now, we're gonna talk about, I already talked about the sheets versus the goats. That's what we was just talking about, okay? The sheep is gonna be on the right and the goats is gonna be on the left. All right, so. We know that. Now we're just going to talk about sheep. Okay. All right. And I'll give you a few scriptures that this says. Psalms 103 says, Know that the Most High is the Elohim. It is he who has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. What did it say in Psalms in the Old Testament? It says that they are his sheep, the most high sheep. This is not in the New Testament. Remember, the Old Testament don't even refer to nobody else but the sheep. He's not talking about nobody else but the sheep. So that's what the psalmist said, okay? Isaiah. I just want to say this before I read Isaiah. The most high is weeding out the rivers in, in Israel. He is re weeding them out. Uh -huh. This is why somebody could walk down the street on Fifth Avenue and shoot one of the children in Israel and nobody do anything. Know that and don't forget that. Now, Isaiah 53 and 6 says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way and the most high has lain on him the iniquity of us all. Is the most high going to get after his people? Yes, he said he's gonna get after his house first and then woe to those afterwards. He's still on the children of Israel. He's still getting them. Mm -hmm, they still getting it. And then when he turns, woe to everybody, okay? A father or a mother, a parent, 
reprimands their children first before they go ham on somebody else. Because the children should know better because they was raised by the father or the mother. And this is why it's only going to be a remnant. Because the children of Israel should know better and they have not been listening. Nevertheless, they are still the children of Israel. Know that. Okay, all and through that Old Testament and the New Testament, the Most High said he ain't leaving them. They doing this to themselves. Okay, this is the children of Israel. Everybody else is going to get crushed. It is what it is. Once we start going into those, um, those prophets, you will see that. Okay, because I'm not going to go into that. Okay. Now, I'm going to read some in Ezekiel, and it's pretty long. I probably won't because it goes all the way to 31. And if I read that, then I'm not going to be able to um, read anything else because it's too long. But I will, uh, it's pretty much a, um, a prophecy about the children of Israel, but it refers to them as sheep and how the world has come down on them and crushed them and killed them and sacrificed them and did everything they need to do. But the most high is going to come and vengeance is going to be his. Yes, because those who put people in bondage is going to go in bondage. Those who kill people, they're going to be killed. This is what the most high said. Okay. The most high will not be mocked. What you sow, you shall reap. Okay. That's a scripture. So he's saying, I'll read to, let me say, cause I don't want to read. Mm, I'll read to eight. Yeah, I'll read to eight. This is what, now Ezekiel's prophecy did not come true yet. Ezekiel's prophecy did not come true yet. And his, he, he's in the Old Testament. His prophecy did not come true yet. The whole um, um, Dan, Ayal, Daniel, his prophecy, the whole thing didn't come true yet either. Uh-huh. Okay. Some of Jeremiah's came true and a lot of it didn't yet. These is, these, this is some of the stuff that you need to know. It hasn't come true yet. It has not come to fruition yet. So I'm just going to read a little bit and then you'll understand what he's saying. Like I said, Israel is being crushed by many nations. They are being mishandled. They are being deceived. They are being crushed. They are being killed. They are being systematically abused. They suffer. They have trauma. All of that. That's what the children of Israel have right now in real time. <laughs> and the ch children of Israel, they're going to get their recompense. Oh, they're going to get it. But they ain't getting it right now. But they will. You better start reading uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew 24 and uh, Luke 21. But anyway, let me just read this. Ezekiel 34, and I'm going to read up to 8. And the word of the Most High came unto me, saying, he's talking to Ezekiel. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say unto them, thus saith the Most High, unto the shepherds, woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flocks? Ye eat the fat and ye clothe you with the wool. Ye kill them that are fed, but ye feed not the flock. The diseased have ye not strengthened, neither have ye healed 
that which is sick, neither have ye bound up that which is broken, neither have ye brought again that which was driven away, neither have ye sought that which was lost, but the force and with cruelty have ye ruled them. And they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And they came, became meat to all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, ye shepherds heard, excuse me, hear the word of the most high. As I live, say the most high, Yah, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field because there was no shepherd. Neither did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not my flock. I'll read nine. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the most high. Thus saith the most high, Yah, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherds feed themselves anymore, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth at, that they may not be meat for them. For thus saith the Most High, because even I will both search the sheep and seek them out. As the shepherds seek out the flock in the day that he is among his sheep, that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all the places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. That's in later days, that's end times. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountain of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country, I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the most high. Excuse me. And I will seek them which was lost and bring them again that which was driven away. And I will bind up that which was broken and I will straighten that which was sick. Strengthen, excuse me. But I will destroy the fat and the strong. I will feed them with judgment. And as for you, O my flock, thus saith the Most High Yah, behold, I judge between cattle and cattle, between rams and goats. Seemeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture, but ye must tread down with your feet the residue of my pastures, and to have drunk of the sheep waters, but ye must foul the residue with your feet. And as for my flock, they eat that which has, which ye have trodden with your feet, and they drink that which ye have fouled with your feet. Therefore, thus saith the Most High unto them, Behold, I, even I, will judge between the fat cattle and between the lean cattle. 
because ye have thrust with side and with shoulder and pushed all the diseased with your horns till ye have scattered them abroad. Therefore I, excuse me, therefore will I save my flock and they shall no more be a prey and I will judge between cattle and cattle. Now, this is a perfect example of the most high's metaphor of humans being animals. This is a perfect example. You know why? Because when you read those books that are not connected with the Bible, that used to be connected with the Bible, but if you get the Bible, today's Bibles, because they're more, um, the most high said he's bringing out more truth. And there's, like I said, there's two flocks going. So if you're humble enough to be considered in that second flock, you gonna give the children of Israel what they need. Because once the children of Israel find out who they are and start repenting, the most high is going to change things around. So there are Gentiles. I told you the Gentiles is going to the second flock, not the heathens and the rest of the cattle. Once they get stuff together and they give the children what was theirs in the truth, that's when stuff going to be turned around. What did the most high say when he was talking about all these animals? He's talking about woe to the children of Israel that turned against their own brethren and fed them to the other nations. That's what he's talking about. Now, when we start getting into the scriptures, you're going to know how much stuff went on because there's a scripture that says they are from us, but they're not of us. That means the children of Israel got some real bad eggs. That's why the Most High said he's weeding out the rebels and there's only going to be a remnant. Now, he talked about the remnant. The Most High is talking to Ezekiel, excuse me, Ezekiel, a major prophet, and he's telling Ezekiel, Woe to those um, bad eggs that's in Israel that did their own people wrong. Remember, for slavery to go on, sometimes the people in your own nation gave you away. That's a prophecy, okay? That's in the 12 patriarchs. That is in so many places. So yes, that's what happened. Not only that, the Most High is saying that these bad eggs fed... Um, Sent, their, sent his children to other animals that is destroying them. Where are the children of Israel today? They're in the land of their captivity and they're in the land that's not their own. Those who have never been in captivity, remember there's 12 tribes. Those who have never been in captivity is in the land that's not their own. Now, what did the Most High say? You block your blessings when you're not in his word. Okay, you block your blessings when you're not in his word. The 12 patriarchs, they was in the word, but the children that came after them was not. This is why they don't know nothing. This is why they don't know nothing. But there is a prophecy that the lineage of the Levites, along with the angels that watch over the 12 tribes, is always praying and ministering for the children of Israel. This is why the children of Israel have not been fully wiped out. Think about it. The Most High said they are set apart people, the smallest group of people they set apart. Why isn't after all these years, the set apart people are not wiped out? Didn't the goats wipe out every other nation? When they came over here, they wiped out nations. All of the other peoples wiped out. Why didn't they wipe out the children of Israel? 
because they're the most highs and they're not going to get wiped out. However, the most high said he's going to be weeding out the rebels. And that's why somebody could walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot one of Israel and nobody care. Don't let me keep saying this. I'm not going to keep drilling this in your head. You must understand this. You must open up your mind. Allow the most high to guide you. And in order for you to do that, you have to turn from your wicked ways. That's everybody, Gentile and Yashabal, because we already know the heathens ain't doing it. So I'm talking to Gentiles and Yasharel. But Yasharel, you are the main one because without you, everything's going to pot. Know that. The Most High said he is not um, a, um, he's not on nobody. Well, I'm not going to say he's not on nobody's side, but he doesn't have any uh, favorites. He does have a set apart nation, but he don't have favorites in terms of giving his blessings. He didn't give everybody his blessings, even the heathens. And he's going to reprimand them for not giving him glory because you didn't get this stuff yourself. I don't care who's doing what. The first, uh, the top 10 richest people in the world ain't even giving Yah the most high um, his um, they blessings and being humble. They're going to get what they get. They're gonna, this is their Shangri-La right here because they ain't going nowhere else. Uh-huh. Now, we already talked about uh, the difference between goats and sheep. We talked about their attributes. We talked about their personalities and what they like. We talked about what they look like. We talked about the scriptures separating sheep from goats with the most high and Yahshua said, and we just talked about the sheep. Now we're going to talk about, hold on. Did I write something about goats? I did write something about goats, hold on. I am looking for it. You know, I come with receipts, honey. I got to look because I got a long, long receipt. You know how you go through those receipts and be like, I know I saw it. I know I bought it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> um, let me see if I even wrote anything about goats. Uh, okay. I will say this. It's not about goats, it's about the second flock. Now, you already know the children of Israel are the set apart first fruits. They the first children, okay? The first human children, they are. The Most High says this, okay? Um, the, the, um, Yeshua said he has two flocks. I already told you. The Most High is taking his children, which are the sheep. And the second flock are the Gentiles. So they the honorary sheep. They're not the, the original branches. They're the honorary branches because the scriptures say the original branches are also the sheep, which is also the children of Israel. Those are the original branches. Then there's grafted branches. We're going to be talking about all this later. This is New Testament. Then there's grafted branches, which are the Gentiles. Okay. This is in Revelation. But John 10 and 16 says, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. Now that's wonderful, okay? Because he's adopting some of them and bringing them into the fold. That's wonderful, all right? 
So that's what I have to say about the goats because they're adopted. There are some goats that are going to be turned to sheep and they're adopted, okay? So yeah, and this was done before the foundation of the world. That's all I got for those, for that. <laughs> now I'm going to talk about the most high. I'm looking through my receipts. My receipts. Okay. All right. I have my receipts. And I'm going to say, all right. This is what the most high says. These are the words that are written for those who are sheep, honorary sheep, their branches, honorary branches, grafted in branches, the sheep, honorary. You know, this is what they got to do to stay his sheep because you can, you can be a sheep. You can start out being a sheep, but you can also block your blessings and go straight to where all the rest of the cattle is going. And you can also be an honorary sheep and block your blessings and, and go where all the rest of the cattle um, is going. And for those who can't catch that metaphor, you can mess up your blessings and go straight there. Um, I'm not even gonna say hell because hell is just the holding place and not go to the second life. You can do that, okay? That's why um, the Most High is getting after a whole bunch of people because they doing all kinds of stuff. I already told you, if you a friend of the world, you're not a friend of the Most High. So, This is what it's, I'm going to read a few of these. And this is, um, this is the things that we have to do to stay in the most high's word. Okay. All right. I'm going to, I have so many. I just want to pick out a few before we end this lesson. All right. Um, all right. I keep saying all right, but you know what I mean. Okay, this is what I say. First John, Yachanan, one and nine, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What's unrighteous? This world is unrighteous. The things that we endure every day is unrighteous. We absorb negativity all the time inside of our beings negative energy, negative everything. We walk, in a, we walk around with stress all the time. It's always stress that we really don't pay attention to or address until something like this happens. Now, this, um, something like this at, on this magnitude in this world right now that's happening in real time adds to the stress, it multiplies the stress actually, because you have your little stressors that you um, did or didn't address and it's sitting there and you, you're probably saying to yourself, oh, I'll deal with it later. Or it's so many stresses, you don't know where to start. And then this comes. The, this uh, pandemic and everything stopping and food insecurity and this, that, the other is um, compounding in your psyche and in your spirit. 
So what does the Most High say in regards to that sheep and honorary sheep? He says, confess your sins for he's faithful and he is going to cleanse you from your unrighteousness. So that means he's going to clean all this nasty stuff up that's inside of you, all the stresses, all the trauma, all of that that's inside you and all of this stuff that we face. And now we have to go through this stuff anyway. We all have to go through this, okay? This is in the New Testament. It's in Revelation. It's in the prophets. We have to go through this stuff. It's even in, this is why I keep saying, Matthew 24 and Luke 21. We have to go through this. Everybody who's living and breathing on earth has no choice but to go through this. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care if you got a, a moon, a shuttle to the moon. I don't care if you got a bunker in 10,000 um, 10, leagues under the earth. I don't care what you got. Everybody is going through this because you can't escape the most high. In order to be his honorary sheep and continue to be his sheep before the foundation of the world, I'm talking to Israel, and the honorary sheep that the most high chose, you must go through stuff like that. So lean on the most high. This is what I'm trying to say to you, okay? Hebrews 12 and 7 says, for it, excuse me, it is for discipline that you have to endure. This is everybody. The most high is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom the father does not discipline? Uh-huh. Okay, everybody getting it. The, the house of Israel first and everybody else second. But it doesn't mean that the most high don't love you. And I'm only talking to the sheep and the honoraries, the two flocks. Because the heathens probably ain't even listening and they don't care. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking to. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift from the most high not a result of works so that anyone can boast. That's right. You didn't do it yourself, okay? This is not right. This, this right here is not a right. You got to work for this. You have to work for this, hunty, okay? Two Corinthians, what's second Corinthians? I would say two. Um, two Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in the Mashiach, he is a new creation. The old one has passed away. Behold, the new one has come. That's right. All that negativity and all that, you could throw that away. A lot of us fight with our psyche and all of that. Oh, and we carry all of this negativity like bags of groceries. How many bags of groceries can you carry? All the bags of groceries being uh, stocked up. How are you going to get rid of them? The most high said, if you in Yahushua HaMashiach, then you a new creature. Get rid of all of that. Get rid of it. It's just as easy and just as hard as that. It's easy when you determine to be with the Most High and listen to what he said. And it's hard when you keep listening to the nonsense that the devil's telling you and you still got a foot in this world. That means you in the middle and the Most High don't play that middle stuff. Okay. First Corinthians 12 and 13. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body and it's really not baptized it's immersed that's the real word hebrews which is the children of israel greeks slaves are free and we are made to drink from one spirit okay know that this is for all the flocks the most high say he got two flocks 
Listen to it, flops. Okay. First Corinthians 10 and 13. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. The most high is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Now I say to you, and that's the last one I'm going to say, because there's so many, I'll be here all night. I say to you, there's nothing that you cannot overcome. You are more than a conqueror. These, these words I'm saying to you, these are battle words. That's a sword. You are more than a conqueror. This is what the most high said. The world says you ain't nothing. The world says that you ain't going to be able to get over this. The goats write the social constructs. The goat, you already told you, the goat and the goats say that good is evil and evil's good. They trying to confuse you and confound you. But the most high says the last word. Trust me when I tell you. When the goats say that the sheep are nothing that the sheep are weak. No sheep that you are one of the smartest animals. Okay? You can discern. The sheep that was um, slain before the foundation of the world is the one and only begotten son of the most high. Don't you forget that. So you already have a strong foundation sheep. Do not let them goats bamboozle you and tell you that sheep ain't nothing because the sheep is the top of the food chain but they got you the world got you thinking that it's not so with that i say that i hope that this lesson edified you and until next time Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.